When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Tonight in the studio, we have Tabor Johnson. Woo, which welcome. we're excited about. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much uh, for having me. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. We're excited. Uh, Tabor, we know him from uh, the Crescent Brewery and going to the open yeah. mics there. Over but, the uh, last three weeks. Yeah, three we, weeks? Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, we've four gone weeks. I think we've Is officially four had four shows Dang, nice. since, okay. since we switched formats. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. We didn't even know that. Yeah. But we've only been to three. Oh, okay. The last three. That's why. What was the original format? The original format was just a plain open mic. Okay. Okay. There was no headliner at the end. Oh, okay. And so it was, you know, just a bunch of comedians trying out new material. And we started to really have some audience drop off. I mean, Mm. and with comedy, it's it's very cyclical. Like if you start losing audience... Then you start losing comedians. And because you're losing comedians, then you start losing more audience. And it just keeps going back and forth. There was about two months um, where I would show up for the open mic and I would be the only human being in that bar besides Jody. No comedians, no audience. I mean, it was was rough. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so did wow. they recently just start coming back there or yeah um it's it's been a month i started february 2nd i believe was the i could be wrong but it was the first show where we i changed formats mm-hmm. to have a headliner at the end doing 25 minutes yeah um, and I, I felt that um having like someone who is a draw to help bring yeah. in and then i started you know putting money into facebook advertisements mm-hmm. and making posters and stuff yeah. and you know before it was just an open mic where people can come and try out you know try out material mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm you know trying to put a may little or more may not be people exactly yeah. and i'm yeah. trying to put a little more polish on it to kind of make it to something that people want to come out to right mm-hmm. like hey there's a show mm-hmm. yeah. exactly yeah. yeah i feel like that headliner at the end is a mm-hmm. huge you know draw so. factor and it's awesome as it circulates facebook yeah. you know with the Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. this last week was the, since we've been going, the biggest turnout. I, I heard yeah. about it. I, I didn't get I to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I was working yeah. night shift. Yeah. But I yeah. heard that it was a great turnout. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah Klawinski uh, yes. was the headliner, and she apparently had a really great show. Yeah. She yeah. had a lot of, she said that like her energy levels afterwards, like she was just riding the oh, high. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been fun. having fun going to them on Tuesday. Yeah. It was so close, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a cheap Uber ride yeah. back. You know? There you go. So, yeah. so now we're going to be drinking. 
It's funny though. The first guy was like uh, Chandler, and he the Uber driver, and he he was close to eighty. Oh yeah, Uber and driver. He was yeah. like. Oh, it's not down there. And we're like, well, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not going to kill you, Chandler. Yeah, he was like, I think he was scared to go down to the street. <laughs> Just go ahead and drop us off under that bridge. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like there's anything down there. No. That's, I, that's yeah. a, an interesting thing is, is the location. Yeah. It kind of makes it hard to get people down there sometimes. I wonder if there's, they'd be... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no. Go, go ahead. Um, oh, if they had a sign right there on yeah, whatever. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, what is that? First? Yeah. Oh, 15th, With I think. With an arrow. Yeah. They used to have a little sandwich board that they would put out there. Oh, oh really? People yeah. kept stealing it. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Geez. So they're just like, well, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and you, uh, you'd be surprised how many times I hear, oh, I had no idea this right. place existed. Right. I, I hear yeah. it every week almost. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dutcher's so. giving you the sniff down. Sorry. <laughs> it's part of the hey, show. It's part of the show. Part of the show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you may get sniffed. Hey, <laughs> so you've been doing this show at the Crescent for the past month? Yes. Now, did I hear changes hosts every month, or you're the guy running it now? So far, I've been pretty much the exclusive host. Yeah. Uh, once a week, I'm not able to be there due to my, my work schedule. Mm-hmm. Um I have two Tuesdays off a month, one Tuesday where I work day shift. So if I hurry, go home, shower, I can still make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one Tuesday where I'm working night shift and there's absolutely no way way. that I can make it. And so that's what last week was. I was working night shift. So, yeah, um, I've hosted it before. Uh, but that was back in its you know old format where it was just a plain open mic. Yeah. Um, this is the first month of the official change. Oh, um, okay. I basically ripped a page out of uh, Haley Linhart Weiss's playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, she runs Mad Swede over mm-hmm. in Boise, and that's how she she changed it up too, having the headliner at the end. And it's worked for them. And yeah, it it has worked really well. So I saw that, and I was just like, you know, I'm I'm gonna, gonna do it. I'm gonna lift that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. use that, that little piece yeah. of info. Yeah, nice. Definitely. So yeah, it's been cool. Uh, Nate Ford last week. Well, not this past Tuesday with Sarah, but the one before, he killed it. Yeah. 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 He, he did have a good set. Funny. I had a lot of fun watching him. Yeah. He, he got a couple people. Oh, that those, that couple in the back, they were annoying the shit the out of me. Thing. Oh, yeah. They were talking and he the whole like, time. He teased him about like being a Tinder date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He roasted yeah. him. Get him. Yeah, that was a, that was awesome when he roasted him. <laughs> that couple was back there, and the guy like lifted up his glass and like shook it at me for him to get a drink. Oh. And I was like, it's like, I don't work here, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm just the guy trying to get Dang. you to shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he, he just kept, and I, I, he wasn't even that bad. You could kind of tell that he was trying to keep it down. It was his uh, partner that night that was oh, just, she, anytime the comedian would talk louder to cover them up, she would talk oh, louder yeah. over <laughs> them so that she could be heard. So it was just this battle of who yeah. was going to win. And, you know, my bad is the host. I should have said something. What do you say, though? Because you want them there. As the host, well, yeah, there's a couple things. As the host, you can't tell them to shut the fuck up because Mm -hmm. 
you're the nice guy. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one that everyone loves. In case, you know, mm-hmm. there's a comedian that they don't like, it's okay. Yeah. The likable the likable yeah. guy's still up here. Yeah. He's going to win you back and then bring on the next comic. Yeah. yeah. So if the host just comes out and just lays into somebody, Bad. yeah, it's going to affect the, you know, if, if one comic does it, the audience could be like, okay, that guy was kind of mean, but let's see what else there is to offer. Yeah. But the host is going to keep coming up. Yeah, I yeah. So, thought of that. Yeah. Um, and another thing is, I am not good with confrontation. No, so I, we aren't either. <laughs> at I, would, all. I would go up to them and be like, hey, I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely have a lot more courage on stage. I would, I would yeah. point them out on stage, but off stage I don't think I would Isn't do that it. Isn't crazy yeah. that you could do that? That microphone gives you a lot more power really? than you would have otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you an introvert or extrovert outside of that? <sighs> it's hard to tell anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think I was an extrovert and now my you know my personality's kind of changing. I like to stay in and yeah. I don't yeah. I, I think I'm still a little extroverted because mm-hmm. I'll I'll be hanging out with friends and then that really gets me out of my shell and I'm crazy mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I I think the main distinction between the two is extroverts you spend time with people to recharge yeah, your yeah, battery yeah. and introverts you stay away from people yeah. to recharge yeah. your battery. So I think Do you recharge with people? Oh I definitely oh, really? think so. Yeah, yeah, we're like we're out. Yeah. We gotta go. Yeah. 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 We gotta two or three good hours yeah. with people. Yeah, and then we're and then just gotta go. And we yeah. don't answer time, the doorbell. Yeah. 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 Call it a night. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's crazy. So I kept whispering to Jody. I was just like, hey, you gotta tell them to. And that's the other thing, too, is that it's not my comedy club. It's, yeah. It's her brewery. Yeah. yeah. So if I go up and be like. I wondered how that worked, the like, relationship yeah. between. But she brings on, it's her idea to have the comedy, uh, but yeah. she's trusting you to. Yeah. Um, her and Jerry decided, you know, let's bring some stuff in. And Jody is such a champion for comedy. Oh, that's Yeah. Nice. I mean, I can get her to, you know, go along with anything and she'll, she'll support it. It's, she's, oh, she's cool. really wonderful for the, you know, mm-hmm. the Nampa comedy scene. But I'll, I'll whisper to her and be like, hey, you need to, you know, let them know. Hey, yeah. Time to, time to tone it down. Shut mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. But nice. yeah. There How wasn't did anyone. your concessions go? Uh, I made ten dollars. Oh, that's nice. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a start. Nobody knew it was going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. taking cash only. Mm-hmm. I have no. a square reader now, so I can I can nice. start taking cool. cards. That's good. Cool. And I wasn't there last week, so. But basically, yeah. I'm just trying to come up with some sort of way mm-hmm. to where I can like yeah. recoup some of my money because I'm putting just all out of pocket expenses into Onto this show. Facebook, like, yeah. for Facebook ads mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. I have no sponsors. I, you know, we've done that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Paid for Facebook ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't, yeah. well, our demographic <laughs> when we picked three different States was 13 to 17 year old children. Really? Yeah. That's for that some reason. That's, huh. We're like, Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> this might not like, be good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're the best influences. No, um, yes. you know, I work with 13. 13 to 17 year olds and they would probably be a bad influence on us <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of them would yeah yeah yep. so have you seen are the facebook things working for you guys um the thing i worry about facebook is that i think that they're telling me it's working yeah that they could be like this is how many we've shown yeah. your thing to 4,000 yeah. people. And I was like, then how come 4,000 people <laughs> are not here? Walking yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I have been noticing mm. an increase I've seen it. in activity yeah. and increase in yeah. numbers. I yeah. think we had seven. I think I've been counting every week. Mm-hmm. We had seven audience members on Derek Hayden night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had 19 audience members 
on Sarah Klawinski oh, night. Oh, nice. And that's not counting comedians. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just good. strictly, you know, there yeah. for comedy audience. So from 7 to 19, yeah, within a month. it is, uh, I mean, going from, you know, a month ago, zero. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. back in January, literally, I went there every Tuesday in January, zero people. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So from zero people in January. How did you get the gig of uh, hosting it? Um, I was one of the few that still had faith in it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that, like that month of January, you weren't just like, fuck this. <laughs> oh, I, I, I still feel like, shoot, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes mm. I feel, is it worth defeated. trying to save? Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel defeated. It's like, yeah. is it worth trying to save Nampa? Because literally we're the only show left in the city. In Nampa. Every, yeah. Wow. Everything else is in Boise. Yeah. There's already two other mics in Boise. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's... Um, when it comes to comedians, it's uh, convenience and audience. Yeah. Those are the two things. So yeah. if there's two people at Crescent Brewery and then there's two people at the other mic. But are you going to get up at every mic? Do they go through every person? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to I the other mics. I maybe that's a draw for Crescent is mm. you're going to get up. It, yeah, that's de- that definitely helps. Yeah. Also, the amount of time you're going to do. Yeah. The, uh, is there a... The is liquid no... open mic is 35 comedians going up, each doing three minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And three minutes is not a lot of time no. to stretch your no. legs. And what's what's Crescent? Is it? Crescent is 10 minutes per oh, comic. Okay. Plus that headliner gets to do 25 minutes. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the big thing that every of these, you know, every one of these comics in Boise is shooting for is mm-hmm. earning that feature spot. Because as soon as you earn that feature spot, you're doing 30 minutes at Liquid and you're getting, I think it's $300 a weekend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nice. you have to be able to prove that you can do 30 minutes, you know, yeah. uninterrupted. And you can't do that by doing three minutes this week and yeah. three minutes next yeah. week. So, yeah, just, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's, it's not the same. You can't just take three minutes and then three new minutes and just keep piecing them together. You have to be able to feel if Mm -hmm. it flows. I mean, you can have, you know, 10 three-minute chunks. Mm -hmm. That equals 30 minutes. But Mm -hmm. how do you know if it fits together? I mean, you got to try it. So getting that 25 minutes at Crescent Brewery and getting that 20 minutes at Mad Swede Mm -hmm. really helps to stretch your legs. and, And, you know, because of... 20 minute set is a way different, you know, set of muscles oh, yeah. than a three minute set. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, you keep <laughs> so people. that's one of the things that helps bring people to Crescent is the, the, the added stage time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boise, you know, if there's, you know, five audience members in Nampa and five audience members in Boise, but then there's a second mic right afterwards mm-hmm. that also has five people. So oh, I see. you're going to go in front of five people no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. But in Boise, you're going to do five minutes in front of a crowd that's five minutes from your house. Right. And then walk two minutes to the next bar and do another. Right. Do another set. Yeah. yeah. So, the, you know, the comedians don't want to drive to Nampa for one mic mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know, that but might they have do. an audience. The ones that do. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's the thing is that we've been building the audience. Yeah. From, um, from my understanding is, you know, a lot of the other mics are having trouble, you know, pulling people also. Oh, okay. So, I mean, when it comes to convenience versus audience, mm-hmm. yeah. audience will always win. The comedians will literally go out of their way. To go to a full room. Wow. So that's yeah, my goal. Just, my yeah. goal is to get this room full mm-hmm. every Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the Crescent a tough room to do comedy in? 
Um, Seems like it would be. It's getting better. Yeah. Um, I had Jody put in that spotlight, mm-hmm. which really helps. And then the cool Crescent Brewery thing. The banner. Yeah, yeah she behind. said there's a window there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a window. Yeah. So that would be a, that was a problem too. You'd be up there doing your set, and right in the middle of your set, somebody's like, like... Two, two, yeah, someone would wave in the window, <laughs> oh, okay. or two guys would be sitting there smoking cigarettes oh, and talking so to each are other. Watching them, or, no. oh no. Um, and the spotlight helps because when the lights are on, it gives the audience permission to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, obviously, okay. that one couple was an exception. <laughs> yeah, right. But with the yeah. lights dimmed and a spotlight on the comic, yeah, it reminds you, oh, you're in a show, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. need to, you know, yeah, tone, yeah. tone the volume down <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah definitely. So it's it's growing. I mean, I, I've I've been watching it grow. Yeah, um, yeah. I have just in the time we've been going. Yeah, we watched it grow yeah. this month. Yeah, <laughs> I have it booked out for two more months. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then after that, we'll see if I'm going to keep doing it or yeah, if it's going to pass hands to somebody else. It seems like uh, Canyon County would have enough people to pull from yes. to, to fill up the crescent it's a ton of people in even Nampa. even though it Come is on. on a tuesday you know? yeah so, yeah. what else are you doing yeah i mean exactly. really what are you I've doing been, i've been putting ads out in uh nampa caldwell um middleton mm-hmm. basically my entire goal i wonder if you could draw from fruitland i've been doing fruitland yeah. ontario yeah notice mm-hmm. try those tiny little yeah all the 10 people in notice yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I lived there for like how many years 20 years yeah. I, I don't know what it is time. about notice but i like it it's a nice it's quiet dump. I was going to say that to you prior to. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, there's a beat dump. We used to tell people when I lived in Notice that uh, if you pass the beat dump on your left, you've gone too far. Turn around (laughs) and come back to our house. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's very quiet. And I kind of like. It's very quiet. When you go into Notice, there's not a, you know, just you hear the nature almost. Yeah. Um, I used to have an uncle and uh, a grandmother who lived in Notice. Oh, dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. My grandma lived on a farm out there in Notice. Kind of had like a little little ranch area. Yeah. And then my uncle lives in the in the he city. Still, still does? I Quote, think so. Unquote city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Downtown. Right. Yeah. It's nice and hopping. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I still have a client out there and I actually enjoy I clean houses and so I okay. they have like a hundred acres and it's kinda cool being in an old farmhouse, you yeah. know, just being around mm. nature and then I'm like, okay, back to Nampa. Back to civilization. Yeah. <laughs> this Nampa. is cool. I did it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, so let's talk about the reason you got so excited about the beet dump is because you work at the sugar beet factory. Yeah. Um so uh Tell us. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah this is the most info I've gotten on the Sugar Beet Factory. <laughs> I, I, I like to say that it is fascinating, and a lot of people think that I'm being sarcastic. Can this be on Instagram? It's fine <laughs> the, if I go live yeah, for the sure. dump stuff. For, yeah. And then we'll go live also for some Crescent Brewery stuff. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I think this stuff's fascinating. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we my family got started in the Sugar Beet Factory because uh, my dad. Um, years ago, my dad got laid off mm-hmm. and just, um, he, he didn't tell my mom. <laughs> so oh, really? he just wow. keep, wow. yeah. So he just kept going out 
saying that he was going to work when really no. he was looking looking oh, for I've work. Heard of that. Wow. Yeah, and so he didn't say anything to wow. her until he actually got a job. Wow. So he got a job at the sugar beet factory as a seasonal worker and he was in charge of breaking locks off of the trains that would come in. So it was like sometimes they'd bring in the beats and trucks. And sometimes they'd bring them in and in, in like trains and stuff. Yeah. And so he ha- would take a sludge hammer and just smash the locks off the dang off the trains and they would dump the beats into the wet hopper. And yeah. that's what he did. And then he didn't go back after that for a while, but he still kind of kept his foot in the door and then uh, went back and got hired on in the chemistry lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that's how, you know, my family got into it. He was just sitting there applying for a job. Um, he was working for, uh, Walgreens and then he left there, got hired on here, just sitting in the lobby waiting for an interview. And the chief chemist walked by and said, Hey, do you, you want a job? I'm looking no. for somebody. Like he just came oh, down. Wow. <laughs> he just came down to announce to HR that they had an open position oh, and he came walking by and it's just like, yeah, why like, don't you come yep. on up? So now I work in the, in the lab. Yeah. And um, four out of the five Johnson siblings work there. Oh, really? So me, my brother Briar, my brother Nicholas, and my brother Alec. Oh, whoa. So we all work in the chemistry lab. Oh, wow. All together? <laughs> uh, no. They oh. had to break us up. Oh, okay. Can't have a Johnson monopoly. It's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're all on, we're all on different shifts. I'm on uh, C shift. Um, Nicholas... Uh, Nicholas got laid off. Uh, Dad is on D shift and Alec is on um, A shift. So we're just kind of everywhere. Kind of everywhere. Um, but yeah, the sugar beet stuff is, is is really fascinating, especially the stuff that I've that that I've been a part of in, in yeah. the chemistry department. I mean, literally, basically, what we are in the lab is a little version of the factory. So we grab the beets. And we move those headphones. Oh, sorry. Um, am, I, am I clicking? Actually, if you just uh, throw them on the floor underneath sure. you, that'd be fine. Yeah. I, I was fiddling oh, with no. those. <laughs> I am sorry. Oh, it's all right. Um, <laughs> so we're basically just a little version of the factory. We go and grab a handful of beets. We chop them up very micro style, and we run them through the same process that the factory is running them through at the same time we are. Okay. So what's going to happen is, is after we're done running all of our tests, we have a number and says, this is the sugar content of this particular batch. And it has to match what they're getting out there on their numbers. Okay. And so that's basically what it looks like. Um, and then we run sewer samples to make sure that we're not dumping too much sugar. One for the you know the health of the Nampa sewer system, but also because you know we don't want to lose that money. Yeah. Um, the factory, I can't remember the exact number, but it's ninety nine point something. We literally use ninety nine point whatever of everything that comes in. Dang. Everything goes to use. There is like literally hardly any byproduct that that does not get a use when we grind up the beets and squeeze all the juice all that pulp Mm -hmm. we turn it into pellets and we give it to farmers to feed um um feed cattle and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Uh, the betaine is a natural steroid it gets you get you beefy um the sugar is you know obviously the 
strongest legal drug known to man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love sugar. Yeah, I know, right? Can't, can't yeah. quit it. It is, a, it is a legal cocaine factory. Yeah. I mean, you go into the lab and you just yeah. see all these bricks of just white powder and you're just like, man, there really isn't a difference. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's really addicting stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop eating it. In fact, yeah. I just bought crumble cookies today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to go buy some on the way home, but oh, did you? We, we stopped and got Girl Scout cookies. And oh, stuff. Yeah. Dang. They beat us to it. Those <gasps> Samoas or Thin Mints or both? Yeah, oh, thin Mints are my, oh. are my jam. Frozen? Yeah. I love frozen Thin Mints. I have had them frozen before. I, yeah. I just got too, you know, too wrapped up and just ate, you know, just yeah, ate yeah, them yeah. how they yeah. were. But well, I do. Too. Yeah, I do enjoy them frozen quite a bit. Yeah. And then... Uh, Oh yeah, I was at Crumble today. Well, I was delivering for DoorDash today, and <laughs> I had a order for Crumble cookies, and I said, "Well, while I'm here, I might as well get some." Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got us four cookies. They're delicious. Yes, it's me doing filters well, to oh, Peyton, and oh. your daughter wants Crumble cookies. <laughs> oh, <she's... laughs> I don't know if there'll be any left on Sunday. <laughs> oh, uh, we still have to buy you some more M and M. Sorry about that. Oh yeah, tell her the ones we bought her. Uh, we ate those. Yeah. Too. We already ate them. Okay. <laughs> we ate her M&M's, bought M- new M&M's for her, but then we ate those too. Oh, jeez. I do that <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I do that all the time. So, uh, yeah, we'll get you new M&M's, Peyton. <laughs> when did you start doing comedy and what made you start? I started in April, April 13th, 2013. No, April 12th. 2013 April 12th 2013 and so what's possessed you to, um, to do it I have been told you know a lot of my life that I was really funny that I should be a comedian and um, I just always kind of brushed it off I was like yeah sure whatever you know yeah. When someone tells you that you should be a comedian I mean you don't even know how to even do that yeah. like you just just say you're a comedian and that's it I mean that you don't know how to get in. There's no job applications. So I literally had no idea how to do it. And it wasn't even something that I was really interested in at the time. Mm-hmm. I was more into acting and theater and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was kind of my thing. Um, I had a buddy growing up when I was younger um, who I got into acting. And then he tried to get me into stand-up. And I was just like, eh, I'm going to pass on that, buddy. Yeah. And so he started doing stand-up. And he uh, he kept with it for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um and I started like a decade later. Oh, really? Yeah. He was a, he was a teenager when he started. I wish I would have listened to him. I wish I would have started at that yeah. age. I mean, yeah. I'd be I'd be super good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is <laughs> he re- still doing comedy? I, I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a while. I definitely don't see him around here. Hmm. So. Maybe he blew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you started, so people were telling you you were funny, um, and you did you just go to an open mic? Like, so. um, what ended up happening was, is I moved to Texas mm-hmm. to um, avoid a messy divorce. Okay. And when I was there, I worked at a hotel, and the kitchen manager who worked at the hotel, he came in and he was handing out flyers, and he's just like, hey, I'm doing a comedy show, you guys should come check it out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, you do comedy? That's like super cool. I was like totally impressed yeah. with this. I was like, that's super cool. And he goes, well, you know, it's not really my show. It's just an open mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm only doing five minutes. But if you wanted to come and support me, uh, that'd be really cool. And I was just like, oh, so open mic, that means uh, I can do that, right? And he's just like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So I wrote five minutes of absolutely terrible material. <laughs> and I went on stage and I quote unquote killed. <laughs> and I've been doing it ever since. Wow. Uh, you always feel like you killed on your first, first time. One. Is that right? Yeah, because really? uh, you are an idiot. Yeah. And the audience is super forgiving for first timers. Yeah. They yeah, will literally yeah, yeah. they will literally oh, yeah. laugh at anything. Yeah. Just like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, look at this little guy try." Yeah. Oh, and they'll la- they'll give you so many laughs. It was the second time that I went up. That yeah. was oh, it was brutal. Yeah. Like that second time, I'm surprised I didn't quit because the second time I went up was soup one of the most painful <laughs> experiences up until last year was probably one of the most painful comedy experiences I've ever had in my oh, life. No. Yeah. What happened your second time? Uh, just, I went up and, um, I went up with new material cause that's what I thought you were supposed to do. I thought you weren't supposed every to repeat. Every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, thought I did. It's like, you don't repeat stuff. You just write new stuff every time. Oh, Dang. Damn. And, that's rough. Yeah. So I went up with new stuff and it just, and you know, some of it was racist cause I thought I was edgy you know yeah. look at this white guy going up there and trying to be edgy yeah it's i i listen to the i still have some tapes of my original stand-up uh-huh. and i'm so embarrassed by it it's <laughs> terrible you know i was a different person back then yeah. and I, i'm embarrassed by, by who, <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassed by who i was back then oh, uh and i went up there and <laughs> there was this uh, girl wearing depeche mode glasses as the next comic ended up saying um I, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, I'm getting a buzz. Um, <laughs> they heckled me. They heckled me all night. Uh, oh, there was this uh, couple, <laughs> they were sitting in the audience oh, and they had a bucket of beers. I don't, I've, you know, I don't go to bars much. I don't know if that's an Idaho thing, but in Texas, literally these giant like ice buckets oh, really? just filled with like glass yeah. bottles of beer and they were just wasted. And I was just telling my jokes and one of the guys that was with these girls was like, hey, do another Mexican joke. Oh, no. And I was like, I didn't do a first Mexican joke. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're confusing me with someone else. Yeah. And then the next comic that came up, his name was Rocky. He was a really good friend of mine. Just came up and just ripped into him. Nice. And he ended up walking him. They just got up and oh, wow. left their bucket of beers and just left. And I was just like, I, I love you, man. Yeah. Thanks for walking those people. They were terrible. <laughs> so that was nice. my second time. Nice. Yeah, that was rough. Dang. Now you said up until last year, that was that was the worst. I had a really bad experience last year. And it almost made me quit comedy entirely. Really? Yeah, wow. um, I take things really hard. So yeah. if that if that would have happened to some other comic, they probably would have brushed it off. But you know, honestly, it was just the culmination of a couple of events that had been happening to me in the comedy scene, mm-hmm. and that was the catalyst. That was just all these things, and then boom, breaking point. And I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. And I I walked away for almost three months. Hmm. Um, I was doing a show in, um, New Plymouth, which, uh, is the peak of my career, by the way. New Plymouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how you know you made it. Yeah. You're is when you're headlining <laughs> New Plymouth. I wasn't even headlining New Plymouth. I was featuring in New Plymouth. Uh, okay. Okay. So I went up on stage and, uh, there was no opening act. Um, cause when you're doing road shows like this, they don't want to pay for three comedians. They only want to pay for two. Mm-hmm. So usually the guy who owns the bar opens up for you and they're, yeah. they're never funny. Yeah. They think they are, but they're not. 
and they kind of turn the audience off before they bring you <laughs> up. So really, you know, he's they they think they're the warm up act, but really the feature act is the warm up act. So yeah. I got thirty minutes to warm up this audience for the headliner. So I went up there, and it is a packed bar, uh, but somehow only five people are there for comedy. Uh, Everyone else is just there to just get wasted. Yeah. So I'm performing for these five people, and they're trying so hard. There's this little old lady in the front just listening to everything I'm saying, just yeah. just being you know a nice, sweet grandmother about yeah. the whole situation. She was treating me like I was one of her grandkids, yeah. and she had no choice but to yeah. support me. Like, she was just so sweet. So yeah, she <laughs> was just like, you're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> and, uh, I really appreciated her. But there was this... Um, table of like 20 somethings and they were just sitting down and just drinking and drinking and drinking and just talking so loud mm-hmm. and they um finally asked just like hey do you get you know we're trying to do a comedy show do you mind keeping it down and they're just like oh i'm sorry and then started talking louder mm. oh, so i kept God. doing my material I was like all right i already told them maybe you know they'll yeah. they'll quiet down and um they just kept getting louder. Like I said, they tried. They can't hear their friends over the noise that's going on in the show. So they try to talk louder than the mic, which forces mm-hmm. me to talk louder than them. Mm-hmm. Finally, I lashed out at them, and I was just like, you guys really need to shut the fuck up. And they're just like, <laughs> whatever, and they got up and left. Oh. So I finished my set. I had like five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Finished my set, and it was not good. And I walked out on stage. Um... I left the stage and went outside and sat on the bench that was out there, which is the only place in New Plymouth that gets cell service. (laughs) (laughs) So sitting on that bench. Hashtag New Plymouth. Yeah, they're going to love this. (laughs) Give them 20 years and they'll find that hashtag (laughs) once they get internet. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So I sat on the bench and I was texting my girlfriend and I was just like, I had a really bad show and she was comforting me. And as I'm sitting there, that group of people come walking out of the bar. And I hear one of the girls that's with them going, man, that was the worst fucking comedian I've ever seen. And the guy that was like, yeah, he was so terrible. Gosh. He's like, where do they even find him? Or some some stupid thing like that. And they did not realize that they were talking about me as, you know, they were walking out of this bar. And so they didn't see me there. And so, so I said, hey. Have a good night, you know, trying to like <laughs> yeah. let them know, hey, I'm like literally yeah. sitting right here. I'm person, yeah. guys. And, and then the woman turned around and she goes, Oh, yeah, that was a great show, oh. by the way. Really funny. That whole fuck you stuff, that was hilarious. Oh my God. And I was just like, Yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Jeez. So after that, it, it broke me. I, yeah. I stopped writing, stopped going up. Jeez. Yeah, and the only thing that brought me back was Casey Rocket. Oh really? Yeah, he sent me. I mean, not the only thing, but it was. He was definitely a big part of it. Yeah. He sent me a text message, and he's just like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in like three months. Are you all right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore." And he's just like, "No, nah, trust me, man. You're funny. You know." Yeah. I don't know if he really thinks I'm funny, but you know, he was he was saying yeah. the right words to help get me yeah. back, mm-hmm. get me back on the saddle. Yeah. And it worked. Um, slowly, I would yeah. come back and mm-hmm. do that. Um, still really haven't set foot in Boise much. Boise's very intimidating for me. Or is it really? Yeah, I have a hard time in Boise. Um, I can go on the stage in Crescent, 
and feel absolutely comfortable there and I can try new things and I can fail and I don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah. But when I go to Boise, I feel like I have to have everything perfected. There cannot be any flaws in any of my jokes, mm. uh, especially when you go to Liquid. I mean, it's a three-minute mic. And for me, it's a 30-minute drive there and a 30-minute drive back. Yeah. And if you're going to go there and have three minutes, it better be yeah. tight. It better be perfect. Yeah. For me, there's no screwing around at Liquid. A lot of these Boise comics, you know, they live five minutes away from Liquid. So they can go and they can, tr you know, try yeah. new things. I do not feel comfortable trying new stuff at Liquid. Yeah. I only go there with stuff that I, you know, that I've polished and have perfected. Yeah. So I don't go out there as much as I should. I mean... I really should be going to Liquid. I've been trying. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we want to get out to Liquid and mm -hmm. check out their open mic there. And it's a solid open mic. It's, yeah. It's a really good one. That one's on Wednesday, is that correct? That's correct. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I miss it a lot sometimes. Yeah, but Nampa is very convenient to yes. go to. Yeah. <laughs> be a more expensive Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Driving all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I feel yeah. So... Um, so is your goal to get bigger in comedy or is your goal to like act or it's, it's one of them? It's one of them. Yeah. So yeah. several. Nice. And before it was, oh, be an actor. Be an actor. Yeah. And then it was, oh, be a comedian. Mm -hmm. And now it's, you know, I mean, Judd Apatow directs movies. Exactly. He acts in movies exactly. and he, he just had a comedy do special. Yeah. Why yeah. not do it all? Yeah, so I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm writing screenplays. Don't limit yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm writing screenplays. I, you know, I want to direct, I want to act. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm also working on, you know, my, my set, you know, putting, yeah. you know, I, uh, after my breakdown, um, I, I had something that I've been calling my renaissance where I kept two jokes out of my old set. Um, uh -huh. And threw everything else out. Oh, Got rid okay. of everything. And um, so basically I've been starting with like 10 minutes, maybe seven minutes if you want to compress it and really clean it up mm -hmm. really well. But just seven minutes. I came back into comedy with mm -hmm. only seven minutes and now I got to start from scratch and work on new stuff. Yeah. And so. Do you just draw from stuff that happens day by day or? Sometimes I'll see something and I'll write it down. Sometimes mm -hmm. I will sit down and force myself to write until something comes to me. Oh, okay. I mean, everyone's got a different writing style yeah. and I almost implement them all. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, Derek Hayden. Um, he's a huge fan of going on stage and Playing just talking it. about yeah. something until something comes to yeah. him. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, uh, that would terrify me. <laughs> just yeah. And I've done it. I've done it hey both guys. ways. I've gone up there with absolutely just to see what hits, what mm -hmm. doesn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. I've gone up with absolutely nothing to say. Oh my goodness! And then I will kind of see if something comes out yeah. of it, mm -hmm. um, which I feel absolutely comfortable doing at Crescent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he would never catch me doing that at Liquid ever. Right. I would not feel comfortable going up with nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Even if they had the same amount of people. Uh, is it the people thing or just the location or it's, I think it's the fact that it's the club. Oh yeah. It, there's a yeah, lot the more place. pressure to, yeah. um, because if you walk off that stage and have a good set, you know, the manager could be right, you know, 
yeah. right there going, hey, it's that like was Mitzi good. It's like Mitzi Shore yeah. going your past Isn't, at the comedy yeah. store. Yeah. Isn't, is Olick the manager there? No, he used to be. Oh, okay. It's Sophie Hughes now. Okay, gotcha. But you could have a great set and walk off that stage and they're just like, hey, guess what? We're, we we need a host for oh, two months from now. Would you so like you, to host? you have yeah. pressure. Like, you want to be the mm-hmm. most awesome. Yeah. Not that and I, I haven't hosted in at liquid in almost over six months maybe even longer mm. than that yeah and you know not being there definitely hurts those chances mm. okay mm-hmm. so you know if i go there have a good set maybe i'll be asked to host again mm-hmm. um my main goal is to be featuring there by the end of the year oh nice, nice. so get I want to have about an hour That's an of an awesome goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. I want to have an hour of material. I love goals. I I've an never hour. been very goal oriented until oh, okay. just recently. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's you know something I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now when you are writing jokes, uh, like what percentage of the time does a joke like hit the first time without any rewriting? For me, hardly ever. I would yeah. think that'd be yeah. Yeah. Hardly ever. I mean, sometimes a one-liner might come out perfect. Yeah. But like a like a bit, hard. You know, yeah. hardly ever. It takes um, the two jokes that I kept from my old set. I've been working on those for the last three years. Wow, that's just mm-hmm. to get them tight. Mm-hmm. No uh, extra yeah. words. Yeah, you you trim the fat, yeah. get all get rid of all the garbage, and then you add more to it. Yeah. I liken it unto like procrastinating on your laundry. Mm-hmm. You fill the basket, and then the laundry basket gets full, but you're just like, nah, I can probably fit more in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you just keep stuffing it down. I yeah. mean, the basket's still the same size, yeah. but yeah. you can just keep, you know. And that's what I'm doing with my set is just I just keep compressing it until yeah. literally it cannot be contained. Mm-hmm. to th- you know 3 to 5 minutes like yeah. it has to be longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the goal is to just you know I want to write an hour of material and then smash it down to you know 30 even 30, 25 yeah. minutes mm-hmm. just like just just compress it as tightly as I can. Yeah. Nice. Do you have to try to allow space for laughter or comments or do you just um do your thing and Well, for for me, that kind of, you know, holding for laughter just kind of comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only time that I'm ever like super specific about it is when I'm doing a uh, competition or something. Mm. Uh, like when the World Series comes to town, they want you mm-hmm. to do seven minutes, no more, no less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I kind of have to take laughter into account. Yeah. Most times, though, it's super lenient. I, you know... I know what joke I'm going to open with. I know what joke I'm going to close with. And whatever I have time for in between is usually what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you notice like when you're writing jokes and then you perform it for the first time, are they normally like, what's the the editing process? Are they too wordy a lot of the time or what's the issue? Um, they're, they are a little wordy sometimes. My big problem is I'd go, um, I have ums. Everywhere. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I'm an um That's what we um, noticed about too. podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, the weird yeah. stuff we have, say yeah, over and over and over. I have ums everywhere yeah. in my set. And I didn't realize it until Derek Hayden pointed it out. Mm. He's just like, you say um a lot. And he thought it was um, that um, I'm feeling uncomfortable. And so if I feel a joke isn't getting enough laugh, I'll go, um. You just feel the time. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's, you know, it's uh, 
I just, I don't know where I'm going from there. So yeah. it's, it's me thinking. Um, and I really didn't notice it until he pointed it out to me. And now I've been yeah. really self-conscious about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, sometimes the silence as an audience member is awesome. You know what I mean? It yeah. kind of puts the pressure back on us. And you're like, Sometimes, oh, sure. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then never, they, never thought about it like that. Yeah. It kind of like spooks you a little. Like, it's just like, oh, oh, there was, there was no laughter. Maybe they call us out. <laughs> yeah, maybe we <laughs> yeah. need to laugh more. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. been a long time since I've sat in the, you know, on the as other just side. an audience. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's been a while. Don't you feel that sometimes? Like, uh-oh, now is when it's audience participation. Yeah, yeah. Well, what if it was like something that you didn't find funny, you know, or you obligated to laugh? That's really funny. It's always, because to me it's always, oh, that wasn't funny. I didn't realize you guys were like, oh, did we not get that? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that does. That's, that's something that I need to work did on, I too, is that? when yeah. I'm on stage and I say something and it doesn't get a laugh, playing it off as that wasn't a funny part. Yeah. So like really good comedians are just like if it didn't get a laugh it wasn't a joke they were just talking right and yeah. I and I always play it off as oh shoot that was a joke that didn't well, work we went yeah. to Joe Rogan and during that show he was like oh that didn't work that's what he said oh. during our show oh that didn't work and I guess we're like yeah. I guess not yeah. <laughs> so. yeah so a big guy like that one of my favorites like, um, that does something like that is uh, Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. he'll do yeah. he'll be like he'll say something and then no laughs and then he'll do this thing where he like pretends like he's writing notes <laughs> right. on stage and he's just like yeah. right, never link those two together again <laughs> yeah. that's really fun nice uh so real quick let's just clear some air let's talk about Derek caden uh, yeah you know what i'm about to talk <laughs> yeah, about i do okay so the first night we went to, and i'm fine if Derek hears this um no, the first night we would went, yeah, the first night we went to Crescent, uh, he was that was a night he was headlining. That was, uh, um, and it almost felt like he got um, upset with us because we weren't laughing at his stuff. <laughs> he <laughs> felt terrible. Yeah, FYI. he's like, because he was like, "Do you guys know what was happening here tonight?" And um, and we've seen him since then with you know a lot better material than he went with that night. Well, and then you, know. you just explained that he plays around with stuff yeah Derek is really good we totally get that yeah Yeah. we we felt like we didn't want to be represented as like (laughs) like some people that don't laugh at comedy shows and shit you know you're gonna have to talk to him about this because he would love this conversation (laughs) oh really He he came up to me after the show he's just like dude I don't know what happened, man. I was just like no, that night. Totally. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, I tried the material and it didn't work, so I just tried riffing and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he said he said towards the end he kind of got more comfortable with the riffing and the riffing kind of. He's a great riffer. He's yeah. really good at playing with the audience. Uh-huh. And I'm that's something that I, there's two things about Derek that I absolutely envy is his you know ability to riff with the audience and his the way that he plays with silence. Yeah. I am uncomfortable silence if there's silence. Yeah. yeah. And he, oh, he revels in the silence. He loves using that to his advantage. And I've told him that several times. I was like, you use the silence in such a wonderful way. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so um, so yeah, it's clear the air. I mean, it felt like he got upset with us because we weren't no, laughing we were at like, material. We were trying and, to be uh, jerks. We totally you know, love all he, you guys. Yeah. We would he, never do it. We couldn't. You just yeah. go and talk to him. He he'll love you guys. Okay. He'd be like, "No, it's all cool, guys. Like, I totally oh, understand." Yeah, we, I think we. Yeah, it felt like we got off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Like and, we're not dicks. And I, are you? And I, we're I apologize to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that I lo- where you were coming from? Yeah, 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 we're not dicks. We came. We know what comedy is. We know what and open mics are. And, with, like people try you know, and stuff. Yeah. Like we're not experts at all. We don't mm. do it. Yeah. No, we're just fans of comedy. Yeah, huge fans. <laughs> you know, so. And um, I, I told Derek. I said, "Listen, man, there's a reason I put you on first. He was the very first show, and I said because I knew." that you would be okay with going on as like I could not promise an audience this yeah. this early well, in the game. Was that yeah. the night when it was just us for like 20 minutes and then Well, you said there were came? more people there. There was about four other people yeah, yeah, yeah. that weren't yeah, they comedians. Came, yeah, they okay, came after. Gotcha. Yeah. And like Oh, a, I think they were sitting at that other table. Yeah. yeah. And I I knew that Derek would be okay being put with on that being with rough. with that That's many hard. people and I I let, you know yeah. I said yeah. You know, I trust you. This is going to be a rough show yeah. for starting out. You know, there's there's a ton of comedians um, that I I wouldn't put on that show because you know I, I kind of I, I don't want to don't scare know who's them off. Going to be in the audience. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to scare them <laughs> yeah. off and be like, oh man, that was a rough show. I don't know if I'll ever do that again. But I knew that Derek would always keep coming back, yeah. and I could and trust he has. him. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, I got him. Let me tell you, from the audience side, we were like, oh no, are we yeah. the ones responsible for laughing <laughs> yeah. at everything? We're responsible for your material. <laughs> and we're introverts. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. You know, think of it now. We have been four weeks. Four not weeks. three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's okay. go on. <laughs> so. Derek Hayden. Yes. Um, LJ Sullivan. Yes. yes. Nate Ford. Nate yep. Ford. Yeah. And then Sarah. And Sarah yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yes. We have been all yeah. four. Yeah. So awesome. since you started doing it. Yep. Yeah. And we had no yeah. idea. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's it's cool crazy. timing. Yeah. So. Speaking oh. of that, uh, LJ Sullivan was hilarious too. Yeah, yeah I liked his really, set. I do like LJ. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know him too well. He, oh, really? you know, he started coming around when I went on my slump. Okay. And so he was you know. funny because he recapped Casey's. Yeah. A little oh, bit yeah. at the That's end funny. of Casey's. Yeah. When those yeah. guys play off each other, it's yeah. so fun. So funny. Yeah. I have a hard time playing off other comics. I'm always worried that if um, I say something, one, it's not going to be funny, and two, it's going to be offensive. Like I'm going to yeah. hurt some right. feelings. Yeah. So I'm right. just like, Ugh. like That's I, a fine I don't line. Yeah, I don't do <laughs> roasts either. I can't. Yeah, no, I'm not a roast guy. Have you watched any of Kill Tony with David Lucas, who roasts everyone? No, I oh haven't. my gosh, yeah. yeah, some of that. I was thinking today. I don't know um, mentally, emotionally, if I could handle being roasted I like can't. that. Like I'm too every sensitive. little yeah, thing right. about yeah. you that's like wrong. Like, oh. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and, and the worst part is, is that when they come out and they tell you these things about you, it's not something that they thought of just right no, then and there. It's, on the it's, spot. Some, it's something that yeah. they've been thinking oh, about yeah. for a long time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they turned it into material. And it's just like, shoot, you guys have been thinking this about me the entire yeah. time. And you didn't even say anything until you were given permission to say yeah. something. That's yeah. just like, I don't, yeah. like, don't want to know it. Yeah. Like if, you, if, you know, I have a weird eye, I don't want you to tell me anything just keep it to yourselves um i I did a roast for some three random high school kids and that's the first mistake is don't do a roast for people you don't know oh okay Okay. 
because the roast the, wouldn't that be easier unless you have to see no, because again. because roasts come from like a place of love it's oh, like a okay. friendship thing you guys are you yeah. know you guys you are like friends and so like you're you're you know gentle yeah. you know gentle ribbing yeah um but when if, it's, you, don't if know, you don't know anybody it makes it hard because you, you don't have that friendship that's you know holding you together yeah. and also you don't know them like i literally didn't have it you just had looks to go on really. yeah they the parents uh the two parents gave me the paperwork up front they had to like fill out a little questionnaire which i mean that that's way too informal for i mean too formal for a roast mm-hmm. yeah you got to fill out paperwork about you know what makes your kid a loser oh, and then you no. got to send it to like three comedians <laughs> <laughs> and then the other parent didn't get me the paperwork until the day of oh, and i was just like yeah this is gonna work out well maybe yeah. that's why her kid's a loser <laughs> yeah because kind of bad example <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we went up there and we just roasted these kids and um like just, how old they had just graduated oh, wow. okay. they had just graduated from high school so this was like Dad. their graduation party and i was just like afterwards i was just like i'm sorry that <laughs> this is going to be the worst part of you graduating like your graduation <laughs> party bad yeah it's like your graduation yeah. party Jeez. was supposed to be cool you're supposed to be hanging out with all yeah. these people that you might never see again and you yeah. topped it off with a comedian who Half said things that were just hurtful and not funny, yeah. and the other half of stuff that like nobody understood. It just it just oh, wasn't. <laughs> it was Dang. bad. Yeah. And Jody, you know, Jody's just like, "Oh, you were great." And it's like Jody will never tell me I'm terrible. Okay. So, so was this at the Crescent? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Yeah, really it's one of the biggest turnouts that. I had for a while. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jeez. So. Uh, yeah, real quick, everyone go to the Crescent Brewery on Tuesday oh, nights let, for the... Let's wait. Let's get wait. on Instagram and oh, do this. okay. We're going to go live? Yes, let's do it. Let's I'll do, do it. it. Okay. Screen. Uh, yeah, while uh, Wendy's doing this, um, go subscribe uh, to us on SoundCloud, CastBox... Don't be afraid, people. ...and YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. We are at Toasted Oops. Marshmallow Adventures 1. Yeah. Don't it, forget the one. I don't know why we have a one. Oh, because the other one was taken oh that's weird you know what the worst part about it is it's going to be taken by some guy who started a podcast did two episodes yeah. and then just never did it again yeah, so now that probably, name that yeah. name is taken up forever and you will never be able to we will never get it either that mm-hmm. or i remember something about a mistake i made and i tried to do one just as toasted marshmallow adventures and it took that name and then i had to add the one Oh, As I think it was me actually that did it. Yeah. So yeah. the podcast never even got off the ground. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be. Yeah, I think yeah. I ruined Toasted Marshmallow Adventures without the one. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, what were we going to talk about here? We were talking about the Crescent. Let's promote it. Oh, yes. Go to the Crescent Brewery. Crescent Brewery. Yeah, go for it, Tabor. Uh, so, Crescent Brewery, we, uh, we have. Uh, the open mic night. Um, it's awesome. Very yeah, fun. With our, our you know, our new Seat format mm-hmm. with our headliners uh, every Tuesday night. I might not always be there, but there will always be someone there. So there's always going to be a fun show to watch. Free popcorn. Free popcorn. Awesome mm-hmm. beer. Great beer. Yeah. Um, if I have my my snack shack, I'm That's selling right. selling concessions to try yeah. to try to you know make some money for advertisement. Um, and we also have Fourth Friday comedy, um, you know, every last Friday 
Well, I guess it's not last Friday. It's just fourth Friday. Oh, is, there, is there ever a fifth Friday? I don't think there is. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how calendars work, I <laughs> yeah, guess. I'd have, to, I'd have to look at a calendar. But every, but every fourth Friday, we have the uh, pro show where we bring out an out-of-town out comedian yeah. to headline. And that's a traditional format show, host, feature, headliner. Um, and those usually sell out. Those, you know, yeah. those never have a problem filling up. It's just always been Tuesday yeah. nights. But now we got audience coming, so it's really great. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we've been watching it grow. It's been awesome to have other yeah, people there. Yeah, just over a month. Yeah, so that is pretty cool. So go to the Crescent Brewery on Tuesday nights, people. Yeah. It's yes, a great time. There's great comedians there. And we got Uber the March 31st show, which should be... Uh, is that, oh, yeah. yeah. Casey, Casey Rocket. Casey Rocket. Yeah, we're, we'll be there, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a fun Casey show. Rocket yeah, is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be out there for that one. <laughs> Where are we going this Tuesday? Are we going to the Crescent? I'm not sure yet. We thought about going to Boise and checking out one of those, but Uber uh, ride is more. It is more expensive, so <laughs> you won't get we'll Chandler. Oh, well, you might. We <laughs> could get Chandler. We're you never know. About Chandler on a random. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the Trump uh, listener. Yeah, Uber driver. The Trump de- or uh, uh, State of the Union. Yeah, that was that Larry. night. Yeah. We're like, oh. who does that in an yes. Uber? I'm like. Whether you feel one way or the other. Yeah. I know you guys are going to a bar, but you're going to listen to this. Yeah, you guys. guys I'm going to make you listen to this. Trumping your lives before the bar. Get you in party mode. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That gets you pumped. Yeah. And was it the same night or was it the next week we had the guy who said... He never turns down a ride on Uber because he may, when he started driving for Uber, he made a promise to his heavenly father that he would never reject a ride. Even if it means going home. Yeah, because um, he did not want to ever miss out on a chance to either spread God's word or to receive it. And he told us this on the Uber ride. And now I drive for Uber and Lyft. You don't do politics. You don't do religion. (laughs) It's like and a party. We were just coming yeah. home from yeah. the Crescent. Yeah. That, oh, we don't have anything to spread. For yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. This feels like it should be its own podcast. Just like <laughs> yeah. just Uber podcast. Just Uber, <laughs> yeah. Just our rides back and forth to the Crescent. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Chandler. You're listening to the Uber podcast. Yeah. With me is my guest, who I think I'm taking to a hotel room. What's your? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then that one guy. Was like this is weird. It doesn't tell you. It tells you how to pick him up, but not how to. Oh take yeah, him we to got a guy house. that it was only his second Uber ride that he was doing. The driver and didn't know how to use the app. He's like, so Chris you, is showing yeah. He's up. like, well, it tells me how to get to where you're being picked up. It doesn't tell me where you're going. I was like, wait, I drive for Uber and Lyft. It does tell you exactly where you're going. So I had to show him how to use the Uber app like, or passengers. Phone, get, get in the back. I'll drive. Yeah, I'll exactly. Jeez. <laughs> so. Who are your biggest comedy influences? Um, they fluctuate from time to time. Um, a lot of the main ones that are always up there, though, are... Um, Eddie Izzard, mm-hmm. Mark Marin, uh, Bill Hicks, and um, been really into Matt Bronger lately. Matt Bronger, I know the name, but I haven't seen his. Oh, he's yeah. I have to search. He's him. so fun. He's yeah, one of those kind of guys Netflix? that uh, uh, he might have one on Netflix. Matt Bronger, I don't know. Yeah, we'll check him out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's really so, fun. actually, all of those comedians are 
for that I'm not super familiar with. I know Eddie Izzard, but I've never actually really watched his stand-up. Great. Um, so great. Yeah. I saw him live twice. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. On the same tour. And the way he splits up his show is he has no opener. Mm-hmm. It's just him. Oh, wow. He comes out and he does an hour, has an intermission, and then finishes it off with 45 minutes. Whoa. Oh, wow. So I went, and, I went and saw him live and the show was amazing. And then I uh, saw him in Houston back when I was still living in Texas. And then I moved back home and the next year he came through Boise on the oh, same wow. tour. And I saw him again. And the last 45 minutes is the same. It's his closing material. Mm-hmm. But that first hour, new totally stuff wow. that I had not seen before. It's like, I, this guy generates so much material. Wow. Just, you know, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen him twice, but I got three different hours yeah. out of the entire, you know, yeah. out of the entire ordeal. It was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. He's really awesome. Oh, I have to look into him more because i yeah i've always heard that he's hilarious and i've uh i've just never watched him honestly his best special is called dress to kill dress to kill that's literally his best special it's so good all right i'm gonna have to look that up is it on netflix i don't think so all right but you can probably find it on amazon for like three bucks on for rental yeah all right, I'll have to check that one out. Um, now, this is a new question. I last um, asked uh, last week for the first time. Are there comedians, and let's not, nothing local, because we know you're all friends with all those guys, but is there a comedian, say one of the big guys, that you don't find funny, or more than one? Um... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now since his picture's up on the tv I I don't I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't get what his hype is and I Oh, he's got rabbit ears too. <laughs> oh god. I don't get the hype with Joe Rogan. Okay. I think it was a slow burn with like Fear Factor and, really? and he just got in at the right time on podcast. That's yeah. why I think he's so huge. Yeah. I just Do you think? I, I his think- stand up I don't find it, you know. I think it's trying to be too edgy for edgy's sake. Mm. You know, when someone has a point that they're trying to make and it comes out as edgy, that's fine. But when, you know, you're you're trying to be edgy and, you know, this is just my opinion. I yeah, could be yeah, wrong. Yeah. I know a lot of the comedians here in Boise who are, you know, going to come, you know, busting down my door with torches and pitchforks because yes. they absolutely love Joe Rogan. Mm. I'm just not the biggest, not the biggest fan. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's uh. Someone who I didn't like at first, but they've kind of grown on me, is um, Eliza Schlesinger. 
Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Her earlier special, she like <laughs> whenever she's telling a joke and it, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, she closes out the joke with like a goat noise. Oh, and really? the, goat, the, the goat noise always gets a laugh, like mm. always gets a laugh. So if she's saying something that's not going to end up being funny, yeah. she ends it with, ah, she just does this goat noise. Really? And okay. the audience always laughs at it. And yeah. I was just like, this is not funny. Yeah. Come on. But um, her most, I think it's her most recent special. Um, I think it's called Elder Millennial. Yeah. She might have a new one now. Yeah, I but, remember. I've seen Elder some Millennial. Of Elder Millennial. It's yeah. the one where she's like on a... Uh, Air Force carrier or something like that. Oh, is she? Or like a, yeah. I didn't notice that. I guess I didn't watch enough of it. Yeah. I've only seen a little bit of it. That that was a good special. I thought okay. I was like, wow, you know, I she's she's matured as a comedian, and I th- I, yeah. I liked her much better this time around than I did in her first her first special. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, there's got to be there's got to be others that I'm just like meh. How do you feel about um, an actor uh, automatically getting a special because of their notoriety? Ugh. Like Alana. Um, Glazer? Yeah. Did you watch um, that one? I haven't. I watched it. Is it not good? It's not. No, it's more Ugh. of, I thought it was more just cheering for her. And that's as another opposed th- to yeah. laughing at her jokes. That's, and that's stuff. one of the reasons Eddie Murphy has stayed away for so long. He's coming back. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. But I heard that it's he's just like, they're going to laugh at everything I say. Um, there's not going to be an indicator that tells me if these jokes yeah. are actually yeah. good. So that's why he stayed away for so long. Yeah. Um, you see that a lot with famous people. Yeah. Um, like Ken Jong, uh, got one. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a comedian who uh, is 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 quite a road dog now, but he never used to be. Uh, Screech from Screech, Saved yeah. by the Bell. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's all he does is is, is stand up now because he doesn't oh. do anything else. Yeah, and literally he, I mean, comedy clubs book him because they, you know. Comedy clubs aren't always looking for who's the funniest person. They're looking for who's the best draw, who yeah. can put butts in the seats. And if some guy who's been on Saved by the Bell can put butts in seats, they're going to book him, yeah. whether he's funny or not. And um, just any anyone who's ever seen him afterwards, any, any of my comedian friends, they're always just like, oh, man, that was rough. Really? It was really rough. Yeah. And... Uh, he ended up going to jail for stabbing somebody. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at some club or something. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I think he's out now. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, just stab a couple people and then go tell some more jokes. <laughs> That's a good punchline there. Yeah. <laughs> so is LJ Sullivan, is he from this area? You said he, he just recently Portland? came around. I don't know. I have not sat down to really talk with them, yeah. which is something that's probably going to be changing within the next couple months because I'm starting to get more comfortable with him yeah. and I've been talking with him a lot more. Oh, it cool. kind of takes me a while to warm up to, yeah. you know, surprisingly, I'm kind of a shy, kind of a shy person. I never used to be. Yeah. It's just as I get older, I'm kind of becoming more shy and I'm feeling more comfortable with, you know, hanging out with LJ and we talk a bit. Yeah. So cool. yeah, he's, he's a cool yeah. guy from, you know, from our interactions that we've had yeah. so far, there's a ton of new people. I was at really? uh, Mad Swede on Monday, and half of the people that went up are people that I've never even seen really? before. Wow! Now, jeez, 
Yeah, That's we're gonna have exciting. to make it out to that one. Yeah, that is because it's a good one. Tomorrow I mean, night it's is comic of the no- comic of the month. Comic of the comic month. of yeah. the month. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that a Mad Swede mm-hmm. brewing? Uh-huh. That's a fun one because yeah. it's a bunch of heavy hitters. It's just boom, boom, boom. I did a oh, comic. I've been trying to talk Wendy into that one. Go, mm-hmm. go ahead. And James yeah. is on now, and I want James to come. So, <laughs> it's uh, that, yeah, that comic of and the that. month. Okay. Comic of the month show is so fun to watch. Um, I was on one last month, two months ago. I don't yeah. remember, but it was fun, and the audiences are hot. They, yeah. I mean, they're very receptive, um, which is something that I'm hoping to eventually build up for Crescent to yeah. where, you know, the audiences are just there for comedy. Yeah, I, I always run into rooms where you're up there doing comedy and half the audience doesn't even know that there was supposed to be comedy. Yeah. And that's, that's always rough. That's what Dylan talked about last week, uh, doing it at the bar in twin falls. Oh, yeah. It's not a rough. comedy club. It's a bar. There's no stage. Yeah. And he said, yeah, that's an <laughs> obstacle always. I, uh, I booked a show in, uh, Caldwell mm. at the, uh, Acapulco. They had a little tiny stage and, um, they uh, booked us there for an open mic, and our very first night was uh, during the World Series. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so there was three comics. Only three people showed up, me being one of them. Mm-hmm. And we tried to compete against the World Series. So oh, it was okay. an hour and a half show, oh, you know, gosh. each comic doing, you know, oh, 30, 30 oh, minutes. Wow. <laughs> It was really, really rough. Yeah, it was, yeah, we did one more after that, and after that, I was just like, I am done with this place. Yeah, I am not gonna. I've tried so many, so many open mics in Caldwell, and I've only had one that was relatively successful. Oh yeah, where was that at? It was at the Bird Stop downtown. Oh, I did read oh. that. I thought I read that on Facebook or maybe it was Instagram. Might and then been. I was bringing it up to Chris, and I couldn't find it on a, whatever app I was on. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe he didn't do that. It's gone now. Really? But yeah. the bird stop's not there anymore? Yep, bird stop is gone. Oh, I didn't know that. I uh, The comedy show ended because I went to Alaska for, to work oh. in the salmon canneries for a while. Oh, I did You've that. Done that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, where yeah. were you? Uh, King Cove. Oh, I don't know where that is. I worked for Peter Pan Seafood. Okay, I was out of Elfin Cove. What job did you have? I I was a I was a tally, so I was in charge of basically writing how many fish are in each box, okay. what the weight is. And... I was the physical side of that. I really, was like a slimer. You're putting yeah. all the oh. fish into. I the... was cutting heads off. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Jeez, yeah. yeah. So the, by the time the fish got to me, their heads were gone, their guts were missing, <laughs> and they were frozen solid. Uh, I saw a guy hit another guy with a fish, and it, like, it left a pretty big bruise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. I knew a guy that ran over his own foot with a forklift. That's how tired you get oh, on those good. Jobs. Oh, yeah. That's literally it. How did you? Uh, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. With a forklift, you're driving? Yeah. He yeah. was driving it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's uh, what eighteen-hour shifts. I yeah, mean, you're just terrible. Yeah. exhausted. They feed you constantly, but you're losing weight. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, you get off work at midnight and clock back in, clock back in at six a.m. Yeah, Ooh, it's Ooh, rough stuff. Was, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. 
And were you in a place where you couldn't just leave? Yeah. Like you were, it was only by plane where yeah, you yeah. were at? Yeah, you couldn't drive Yeah, away. so yeah, yeah. You couldn't leave because it sucked. We had barracks there yeah. Yeah. on the... Luckily, I got to share a room with my dad and my brother. Oh, didn't nice. have any other roommates. It was nice. just us three. So, you know, didn't have to worry about people getting into our things yeah. or, you know, okay, so getting you into fights with, with people. Yeah, yeah, I went with my dad. and There's a lot of things that I do because my dad's like, hey, let's go try this. Oh, <laughs> just, really? You're and I'm just like, I don't want to. And then my mom guilts me into it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. Oh, a question I have to ask you. Are you do you know who Laura Johnson is? Laura Johnson. Yes, I think it's Laura J. Johnson. I don't think so. No, okay. It's a last name. As someone who started following us recently, I was like, well, maybe right after related to uh, Tabor. To same last on name. Instagram. And Chris yeah. was like, oh, it's probably his wife. Maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. know. <laughs> no, that's not, not my wife. No. no. <laughs> okay. My. Uh, my ex-wife doesn't have the last name anymore, so uh, okay. she doesn't follow me at gotcha. all. For anything. Not trying to keep tabs. She's yeah, not a no. top fan. No, not at all. She she broke away from that. Nice. As it should fan. be. <laughs> right. Yeah, she got a fresh start, which you know I'm happy for. Oh, good. 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 Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, that is all I have. Do you have? Um, so we got the Crescent Brewery Tuesday nights. Any other dates you want to plug? Um, as of right now, um, uh, right now I'm talking with uh, Crystal Moore. I'm booking something that she's got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's 100% booked yet. But as of right now, uh, you know, I don't book out my calendar as far in, in advance as I used to. Um a while ago, I was just like, you know, I'm ready to go pro with this. I had an hour of material. I had a car. Dang. And I was booking tours for myself and taking you guys on. You just had to pull back? Uh, my car broke down. Mm. Derek and I went on a gig. We were headed to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And my car broke down in Utah. Oh, so we were stuck in Utah for the night. <laughs> my uh, my girlfriend uh, <clears throat> purchased us both bus tickets oh, to get us home. And my car stayed in no. Utah for over a year. Oh, wow. Jeez. Did you have a place to keep it or just? We just left it in a parking lot. <laughs> wow. Did you go back and get it? After a year, it we went back. It couldn't possibly have been in the same parking lot. Yeah. No. Wow. Well, we went I thought back. they towed those. Nope. I went back. The car was still there. Wow. <laughs> Um, You're lucky. You yeah. should go buy a lotto ticket or something because yeah. mine have been towed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, we bought some, when we were out there. I bought some new parts for it, thinking that I knew what was wrong, yeah. and I put the parts in there, and it made it worse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take the parts out. So my girlfriend drove us out there. Um, I had just gotten off a night shift, so I got off work 6 a.m. Oh, we hopped man. in the car and we went to Utah. <laughs> so we went there, and I got there. We took the parts out put the old parts back in so that I could drive it to uh, drive it to a junkyard and scrap it and when I put the new parts in there it started running just fine Mm. and I was just like Fallon it's working we can drive it home and she goes nope I don't trust it go scrap it (laughs) so so I got about 300 off that car and then we've uh, done the same yes Yes, with a kid's car. And yep. that that was I think that was the start of my bad year of comedy. And uh, then just after that, just, just a like whole bunch of things here. just kept yeah. happening. Yeah. I stopped booking myself for things. The it only got t- in your head. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Really hardcore. Yeah. I, it really did. Um, you know, now most times I don't even ask for spots. It's usually just people. Basically what happens is, is I disappear for a while and okay. then I pop back out and I do a show. I have a, I have a good set. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get like five bookings off of that. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're just like, Oh, Hey, we forgot you existed. Yeah. Oh, have nice. some, have some shows. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So, all right. Sweet. Anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just, you know, Thank you for having me out, and thank yeah. you so much for coming to Crescent. I mean, I'm hoping that this thing I continues so to grow. Yeah, it's a great little yeah. place. I, you know, the, I think the max capacity of that room is 35. Nice. Oh, is it? I think I, I want to... need to hit it. I want to get it to yeah. 35. Yeah. Why so, not? Yeah, it wouldn't take a lot to fill the room. No, let's We're do get, it. You know, that, that Facebook page that I made is getting likes and... Uh, are, are they on Instagram? I talked to her about that. We are not on I Instagram yet. I tried to tag yet. them. That would be awesome to be able to take a little something, tag mm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be on Instagram soon. As soon good. as I, <laughs> as soon as I figure out. We how just to... got on. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, what am Oops. I doing? What's a story? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people say you get a lot more followers from Instagram than you do with mm. Facebook. I think so. Yeah. I think that is the thing. The difference. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, we've so started doing it, yeah. It's that's a, important. Yeah, we get more kind of more engagement on mm-hmm, Instagram definitely. too than Facebook. So yeah. Really? yeah, it's definitely a thing to it. I think it's the new thing, you know, that the I think more Facebook now has become kind Older. of more of this like thirty or forty and up kind mm-hmm. of thing. I mean some kids and are still on there. Your family's on Facebook. Yeah, How much so, your family's on you know, at least yeah. ours isn't. Yeah, that's what I've heard too about yeah. Instagram that you know, their parents aren't on there and stuff right. like that, you know, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some older people like us. us. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So let's get out of here. Thank you for being on. Yeah, thank thank so you so much. It's been for awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sign out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adam. I'm Wendy Mosier. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Thank you, Tabor. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>